As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Oh yeah, another hour, another classic. Welcome. To the No Dunks NBA Reddit Podcast. On the Athletic Network, it's Wednesday, January 18th, 2022. I'm J.E. Skeets here in the Classic Factory with all the boys. Mm-hmm. Tass Mellis, Trey Kirby, and over yonder, super producer J.D. Before we get into some of our favorite NBA Reddit threads, a little housekeeping. Shout out to the stream team joining us live on YouTube. We love to see it. Comment away. Like the video. Subscribe if you haven't. Get your No Dunks merch over at nodunks.com. That'll take you right there to get you all your hoodies and your mugs and your shirts and whatever else we have in our store. Send in your questions and comments to nodunks at theathletic.com or you can hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at nodunksinc. And finally, big news here. This was different this morning on our daily show. Tickets weren't available yet, but they are now for our live show in Salt Lake City over NBA All-Star Weekend. Available to purchase. Straight up general admission tickets? Or are you feeling VIP worthy? A little meet and greet with the boys. Those are available. I think there's like uh, some booths too that you can get together with some of your friends and, and uh, buy tickets for. You gotta be a triple B. Big baller booth. Ooh. Person. It, I, I, I struggled Person. to say booths you went, like you to say it booths yeah because it's a to, to pluralize booth is is hard, yeah. not easy booths <laughs> right <laughs> that's a weird booths. word ths <laughs> anyway. weird on the tongue we're looking uh, for a couple booths tonight. Booths. <laughs> uh friday february 17th at 8 p.m at the urban lounge in salt lake city come join us for our first live show in a very long time uh you know we said it earlier this week haven't done one since uh, chicago 2020 all-star weekend so three years running and since we last stepped on stage i hope we're not rusty i hope we still know how to play the bass and you know get on the drums like we're actually just performing it's not an nba podcast we just (laughs) play some of our favorite songs jazz standards (laughs) yes like take five by the dave brubeck quartet what about Roy? What about Roy Donk? Mm, the king of the tuk tuk sound. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, we'll play a little Roy Donk. Anyway, uh, the link to grab tickets for that live show in the description below this very video and podcast. But 
Let's get into some of our favorite sure. recent, I guess, NBA threads. How uh, recent I just, are I these? just want jazz music. I just want to. I just want to hear Trey just hum, sing some <laughs> some jazz music. And I'm actually happy the Utah Jazz kept their name for this very reason. <laughs> yes. We're going to Salt Lake City. Who would have thunk it? Doing a live show in Salt Lake City. Would you think back 17 years to the day that we started this show that we'd be doing a show in Salt Lake City? <laughs> No, no, no. Or any, or anywhere, not. really. But anyway, when was the last time they were in Salt Lake City? I guess it was longer than seventeen years. Is it thirty years? It might be the thirtieth anniversary. All Star? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's a long time. We should find out. Yeah, could be part of <laughs> one our of us will find out while you get us into yeah. it. All right, yeah. Let's get to some great Reddit threads, and we'll start with a blockbuster of a thread where Zandrick Ellison asked, "Will the Hawks and Wolves make a similar trade to last year's?" Kings and Pacers deal. So trading a point of strength essentially for a point of weakness mm. because Indy had the bigs, if you remember, Turner and Sabonis. So we're yep. going to break them up because we need some guards. They called up the Kings and they had a lot of smalls and Fox and Halliburton. They needed bigs. They made a deal. All right. So the thinking here from Zandrick Ellison is Towns and Russell, they've been going, or, excuse me, I said Russell. Towns Russell could Gobert. be a part of it. Yeah. Russell could be a part of it. Towns and Gobert. For Trey and Collins, you know that th- some configuration of those four guys, those four bodies. Now, I will say before we get to it, because I've seen a lot of Trey proposals on the fake Instagram streets, Carl Anthony Towns being moved for a guy like Trey Young is not possible. Carl Anthony Towns cannot be traded before the trade deadline. <laughs> right. He cannot be traded before the trade deadline. Our friend David Grisham sent a screenshot of something he saw. I think the the, the trade was Towns and Russell. That's where I got the Russell from for Trey and John Collins. Again, can't be done. But Gobert and Russell for Trey and Collins can. Anyway, so I'm throwing that out there to start. Do you think the Wolves and Hawks will be talking about a big, small deal over these next three weeks, Trey? Uh, not particularly these deals. I don't think the Hawks are in the trading Trey Young business quite yet. Still a bankable superstar. DeJounte Murray? DeJounte Murray, I would say, is more likely than Trey Young. But if you're comparing this to Sacramento versus and Indiana last year, that was a promising young player in Tyrese Halliburton for an all-star, best player on the team, and DeMontis Sabonis. And since Trey Young feels like a mainstay here in Atlanta, I don't think that trade is there, but... You're right. Minnesota has a point guard to trade. Atlanta has a lot of point guards. Atlanta has a big man to trade. Timberwolves have a lot of big men. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily think there is a trade here unless these teams want to do over like on the DeJounte Murray thing, because then you could do DeJounte Murray and John Collins for Carl Anthony Towns in the summer. I think the Hawks are probably the ones sending the picks in that scenario since Towns is locked up on a long deal here. Hawks don't have a ton of picks to send, so that seems unlikely. The other one that maybe works is D'Angelo Russell, Jaden McDaniels, some salaries and a pick for John Collins and DeAndre Hunter. I don't know if that's really interesting. The Hawks get a wing in McDaniels, which would help. They get off Collins and Hunter's longer deals once Russell becomes a free agent uh, in the summer. But both teams feel like they could use a shakeup, and both teams feel like they probably regret what they did in the previous offseason. I just don't necessarily know that they make perfect partners right now. Yeah, I, I get the reasoning here. Right. Like, the hope is, hey, these two teams could replicate what the Pacers and Kings did, of course, with that uh, Halliburton for Sabonis trade last year. And it wasn't like, I just, just to remind everyone, that wasn't a straight-up uh, one-for-one trade. Other pieces were involved. That was Halliburton, Buddy Heald, 
Tristan Thompson to Indiana for Sabonis, Jeremy Lamb, Justin Holiday, and a 27 second round pick. Obviously, the key pieces are Halliburton and Sabonis. But yeah, the Wolves have two very expensive bigs. It's not really working. The Hawks have two, you know, borderline or soon to be, I guess, very expensive guards. Not really working. Could we just swap one for one here? You give us Gobert uh, if we're the Atlanta Hawks, and then, uh, you know, the Minnesota Timberwolves get a DeJounte Murray or a Trey Young, obviously, in this situation. I don't think that's going to happen. But Hunter and Collins as pieces for a Gobert would be intriguing. But Gobert's trade value has sort of plummeted here. (laughs) And this is the real issue. I think that's the biggest difference between the Kings and the Pacers. Yeah. All parties involved. Sabonis and Halliburton's trade value is... A lot higher. It wasn't at their lows, which it feels no, like. Even Gobert, no, even close. Towns, who's not tradable until the summer, pretty low trade value. And uh, to, compared to his you know, previous six years in the league, I think it's at its lowest, really. And it would garner you back some decent parts. I think the the trades that we're getting into here, talking about like you know the sort of the secondary parts, the secondary parts for Carl Anthony Towns from the Hawks, maybe. And probably Collins leading that package. Collins and a Hunter. And, you know, I would say Collins, Hunter, Capella. Two of those three for Carl Anthony Towns as uh, the OP. I like saying that. The original posters Andrew Callison put a little bit later down in the thread could work, maybe. It would work. But mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know if the Wolves would do that. First of all, they're, they're not. Well, no one's, yeah. br- if no one's breaking If I'm the Atlanta Hawks, either. I'm doing that instantaneously. Yeah. yeah. If, that, right. if that were to come up in a summer deal. Right. But, yeah. Not uh, as much from the Wolves side of things. No. I, I agree. I don't think either team is making is swapping their smalls or their bigs. In the Hawks situation, their smalls or the Wolves, their bigs right now. I just don't see it happening. They're at least somewhat turning it around here. Midway through the season with the trade value. Midway through the first season of this experiment mm-hmm. with the trade values being so low. Why? I mean, the, 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 it, they don't have the same runway. They haven't given it the same length of experiment as the Pacers did with Sabonis and Turner. Mm-hmm. And and the Halliburton Fox thing was slower, uh, and that was the surprising part. Or it was shorter, I should say. That was the surprising part that they gave up on Halliburton that early. So it's worked out well for both of those teams so far, though. Well, it's worked out I perfectly. Think, I think what's lost a little bit, though, uh, in talking about that trade and just like, wow, look at the Kings. I mean, they might have home court advantage and, and actually snap their playoff drought. And wow, look at the Pacers. They've surprised a lot of people, is, especially from the Kings side of things. is. It wasn't just that, right? I mean, Sabonis has been a monster. Don't get me wrong. We were saying he might be uh, grabbing a seat, at least at the MVP table. At least he's sort of wandering around it, seeing where he could grab a seat just for at least a couple weeks. But they made other moves. They got shooters. They went and got Herter from the Hawks here, a team we're talking about. And obviously Malik (laughs) Monk, who's been one of the better uh, six men in the league this year, like... They, that was the re- that that in addition to the big move of getting Sabonis to like run the offense through there, like he's basically Jokic light uh, in sort of like how you can use him and the stats he puts up. Is they got some shooting, so mm-hmm. it's always like it's always like not just the deal, but it's the other things you're doing around it, and Mike Brown and all that. So um, I love to see it. Everybody's happy that they're lighting the beam there, and I think a lot of people are hoping the Kings snap this playoff trout and they're a fun team to watch they score a bunch of points um and the pacers like i said they've been amazing too but it's uh it's not as simple as like okay well you just <laughs> you give us one big and we'll give you one small and then we're good <laughs> i mean it can help it can help the you know chemistry is a fickle thing yeah i just a fickle thing? i just checked and this post was 
completed on uh, January 1st, I guess, of this year. Oh, happy new year. Uh, 17 days ago, when things were uh, a little bit more bleak for both franchises. Yes, definitely yes. true. Th- definitely true. This season, the Hawks are streaking. They've won three in a row. How about this from Ziggy and the stream team? Trey Young for Anthony Edwards makes both teams better. That's your Kings Pacers trade. Who says no? Hawks trading Trey Young away for Anthony Edwards, a local product. Local product. Who says so, no? Who says no? I I think the wolves. I think the wolves say also no, say no, which is wild. Which is wild. I mean, Anthony Edwards hasn't even made an All Star team yet. You know, Trey Young going to conference finals. Final. Final. I don't want to pluralize <laughs> that like Booth. Um, <laughs> and obviously having All Star and All NBA nods, but yeah, I mean, I love the idea. I love the idea of the wolves giving the keys to Anthony Edwards and building around him and and whether that is still involves Carl Anthony Towns being like an unbelievable supportive player like a a, a, a secondary star it remains to be seen or he's moved for other pieces to like build around Anthony Edwards I think they say no though in that I agree yeah I think they're looking I think, at, I think they're looking to trade D'Angelo Russell first and foremost when we're oh, talking yeah. about three weeks from now he, he's an expiring 33 million dollar deal yeah yeah uh, and yeah doesn't doesn't bode well or doesn't jive well, I guess, with Anthony Edwards taking over the team. So that's where I think their their primary focus is. But that was fun. That was fun, Zandra Kelson. All right, let's get to another one here. Which player would you like to see win a ring this season? That from R2D 2002. <laughs> uh, so, wow. you know, within the thread, he kind of, or he or she made it known that Let's not talk about superstar all-star players that you want to see win a title. What? He, well, you go go wherever you want. What, what you, what, hold on. What, I got to pick like an an eighth man on a roster to cheer for? <laughs> at, they, at the highest 7.5, Skeets. <laughs> I mean, what, whatever you want. Whatever you want. Well, okay, well, here's how I broke it down. I think there's the – I mean, you may hate these players, but I do like uh, a top 75, uh, top 75 player of all time – that maybe doesn't have a ring yet. I think it would be sort of cool for some of these guys to get one uh, at the end of their career. So a Chris Paul, a James Harden, uh, Russell Westbrook, like, you know, players of that nature. Mm-hmm. So there's, th- there's that camp, but a lot of people have opinions about those players, don't like them. Okay, whatever. Then there's like the current, like, cream of the crop, MVP-like guys that don't have one. Like Jokic getting one would be pretty damn cool. And then would actually instantaneously become the greatest submission from the top 75 uh, team that they've selected. Like, if he were to win a third MVP in a row and actually go on to win a title this year, it would be like, oop, damn, we should have put him on there. We should have, like, bet on him to uh, maybe get that ring. And then the whole other way is even another superstar level is, like, wouldn't it... I mean, maybe... I think it would be cool if Curry or LeBron won another one to put them at five, to put them to the to the Kobe, Duncan, Magic Johnson level and obviously in LeBron's case the chasing of of uh, uh, MJ6. So I was definitely looking at this from a superstar angle. Mm-hmm. Less um PJ Washington winning a ring, which we would all love to see happen. <laughs> Trade target. Trade target. He might might, go, might be going to the Warriors. He could pick one up. Uh, I think the funniest possible ending to the season is Nikola Jokic having a better year than he had last season. Not winning MVP just because it would be the third time, and people are like, "We can't do it. We can't give him a <laughs> okay. third one." But they finish. 
he has a better season. They have the best team. They win the title and he win finals MVP. That would be a hilarious ending okay. to the season. Okay. Uh, very foolish. But the number one guy for me is Jimmy Butler. Certified playoff stud, no doubt about it. Had a 40-13-11 in the NBA Finals. A little Dirk-like run where he's the most clutch player in the league. A feasible thing for Jimmy Butler come playoff time. That's a guy I'd like to see put a ring on it. Okay. Great picks, everybody. I did follow the Reddit rules here. I don't want to be kicked off Reddit. So okay. I, went a, I went a little bit deeper. Um, but connecting your Nikola Jokic winning the MVP or winning uh, his first championship leads to my guys because DeAndre Jordan, I wouldn't mind see winning a ring because I think every other NBA player wants him to see wants to see him win a ring because they all want him on their team. Not to play, really. <laughs> Just a high five. Be a locker room guy. He got to hold the bucket to splash David Adelman in his first uh, coach, uh, first coaching win for the Nuggets when Michael Malone was out. And connected to that, Jeff Green, also on the Nuggets. Great a one. Guy, yeah. guy who's, <laughs> great one. And the Nuggets would be great because there's a guy named Jack White on their roster. I think he's a two-way player. And uh, the Nugget Nation couldn't hold me back. Ah, it wasn't awesome. Anyways, DeAndre Jordan, Jeff Green, Jack White. Uh, but the most up, the most upvotes. I've been dreaming of seeing Jack White yeah, win too. a title. Uh, most upvotes on that post jives exactly with my pick. Ricky Rubio was upvoted the oh, most. Oh wow, great one! Another That's deep. One. He's back with the Cavs. He's played a few games off the bench. Uh, he's uh, slowly coming along. And Wesley Matthews, who I've always loved. He was a year too early, and then a year too late with the Bucks. He joined the year before the Bucks won the ship, and then. Got back there the year after the Bucks won the ship. So those are my picks. I went role players. You described all the superstars. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Perfect for everybody. Jimmy is a great pick. Too. Jimmy's a good one. There's uh, Because he's sort of, um, maybe you put him into the camp of like a player that if they were to win a ring right now, like really helps a Hall of Fame case. Uh, maybe doesn't like cement it, but you know, along like like who knows if he ever gets there or gets in, but like Lowry winning a ring, you know, later on in his career. This has happened with other players before. Like, who currently could that like really help their chances of you know getting in? Like like Sean Marion winning one with the Mavericks, he may or may not make the Hall of Fame. Like Al Horford, uh, it would help his case. Yeah, that's Definitely. what I mean. Like, yeah. I, like I'm trying to think who else could be in that sort I think, of. Like, I think Jimmy. Jimmy's, Jimmy's different. Good... Yeah, Jimmy's different than Horford or Sean Marion because he would be the number one guy with a bullet. Yeah, I yeah. think that would cement him. I think. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, Paul Even George. His... Same, you know, same guy, same, basically. Yep. Yeah, he's the number two on that team. But yeah, yeah, uh, a lot of votes for Damian Lillard. People would love to uh, to see get a ring. I mean, if he were to, that would be his. Uh, that'd be his Dirk like. It would be ring. If he, uh, if he pulled it off, probably not this year, but in the next couple of years. Yeah. Good All answers. right. Yeah, very good answers. Enough love. Let's get to the hating. Uh, <laughs> this next one, we're, we're really flipping the script here. Okay. Going, going to look at the teams we were happy to not win the title. Wow. So name a team you're happy to see not win a title in a particular year, I would say. Yeah, yeah. You know, a particular event, perhaps. Zodiac Killer 1968. Mood Killer 1968. Uh, Zodiac Killer 1968. Coming up with that one. So is there a, a particular team you well, think of? Well, I think you teased it on this morning's podcast, the No Dunks podcast. Uh, it was probably a popular answer. The 2010-11 Heatles uh, not winning two Dirks, Dallas Mavericks. Uh, made a lot of people happy to see them fail mm-hmm. in that uh, big three coming together there. The not one, the not two, the not three, the not four, blah, 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 blah. After that, uh, you know, fanfare 
and uh, to see them come up short. And, you know, they, there was the mocking of Dirk within that series, and they thinking they were much better, and it appeared like they were, and then suddenly the Mavs come and, and steal it from them. And then they go on to win two more, so they were fine. Uh, the Heat did, but that's the most obvious answer. And even, oh, like, gosh, trying yeah. to put myself back in that time, I was definitely not upset that the Heat were yeah. losing to, <laughs> to Dirk and the Mavs, right? Yeah, I can't say, doing the show for this long, that there's been a team that I didn't want to see win, but I was quite happy. Well, not, I mean, you didn't want to see the 2018 Warriors win. Because they were losing to our Raptors, baby! Uh, but after those bad Raptors fans cheered when Kevin Durant oh, went yes, down, I was yes, cheering yes. for the Warriors. No, I'm just kidding. They were cheering for their play. The play going the other way. They were cheering. They weren't cheering because the guy was down. Maybe a little bit. Uh, but anyway, they shouldn't have been. The 2011, team, the 2011 finals, yeah, that's that's the number one answer, I think. I think that's the clear answer after, yeah, the LeBron decision plus the 5-6-7 plus the mocking. They had also of, just of beaten Dirk. your Bulls too, right? Uh, after trailing in that series to uh, the Derrick Rose Bulls that the Heat did in yes. losing to the Mavs. So just more, uh, more fuel to the fire of hating them at that time. That's just the peak. It's peak karma. They were walking down the hallway, making fun of Dirk, and then they lost the next two <laughs> <Yeah>. games, <laughs> and it was done. Yeah, uh, it is wild that that team didn't get a chance to repeat. I know that's a the old the Mavs, yeah, yeah, yeah ripping yeah. ripping on Mark Cuban for not bringing back Tyson Chandler and and Deshaun Stevenson. It is surprising, and JJ Barrett. It is surprising. He, he, I went back and I was reading old articles, and he was blaming the CBA and luxury Repeater. tax payments. Yep. Uh, not buying it, especially after letting Steve Nash go to the Suns in 2004. You'd think he'd rectify it. It just—it's weird. It's just—it's that's a weird part of NBA history. Not bringing back Tyson Chandler. He's a billionaire. Cubes. <laughs> anyway, uh, that was yeah. I, I couldn't get away from that one. I didn't really have another good pick other than yeah, the 2019 Warriors. What do Trey, you, what do you got? What do you got? Anyone else? 2012, 13, and 2013, 14 Indiana Pacers. Oh, Ooh, yeah, yeah. Yep, yeah. they lost to the Miami yeah. Heat. Um. And if they would have won the championship, I would have said they were the most fraudulent champions in NBA history because the only reason the Pacers even made conference finals in those two years is because Derrick Rose got hurt. The Pacers were never as good as the Bulls were (laughs) when they had Derrick Rose, an MVP, led the league in wins in back-to-back seasons. The Pacers assumed second-best team in the Eastern Conference status because of an injury. And that's all there is to it. (laughs) (laughs) I I can't say it any other way. Things worked out perfectly, though, because of the 13-14 Pacers. They were on top of the world. People thought Lance Stevenson should be an all-star. They did a photo shoot for GQ. (laughs) And it was all over for Indiana after that one. Good one. The only other one I have here, this is going way back, so, like, I was a, you know, young teen. I was, like, 13, 14 years old. Was, uh, like, most kids that age, especially not having the Toronto Raptors to cheer for, I was a Bulls fan, a Michael Jordan fan. And so he obviously... Uh, has his retirement. He's gone from the game. And because of being a Bulls fan, wasn't the biggest New York Knicks fan. And they go to the finals there in 93-94, obviously not having uh, MJ to have to get by. And who do they go up against? But one of my favorite players of all time in Akeem the Dream Elijah So I was definitely cheering for Houston to beat the New York Knicks uh, in that series that went seven, right? That went to uh, game seven, that one. But yeah, that's the only other, other one. Nice. Great yeah. picks. 2021 Suns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had the twenty-two sons as well. Just the sons <laughs> yeah. hater. Yeah, Chris Paul. Uh, mainly. That's the main reason. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they got a two-zero lead, blew it. Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah, I lost four straight to lose it. Oh, tough one. Tough one. Tough, tough, tough. All Winners right. work. Let's hear from everybody out there in the stream team. Everybody's dropping their answers right now. A team we that get some you Utah were Jazz votes in here. Happy to not win the title. Um, no, 
Oh, I haven't seen a lot of jazz votes yet. Mm. The uh, Carl Malone, John Stockton jazz. Oh, I meant the Gobert Mitchell jazz. Oh, really? I mean, Malone I mean, Stockton didn't have a chance. Don't you have to sort of get close to uh, be considered in this one? That's the other part. It's like, I guess I was looking at teams that only got to the finals, but you're right. It could, yeah. You could come up short in a, in a conference finals. A lot of round, people didn't like round. the Houston Rockets during the James Harden yeah, at that, his peak mm. era. I would imagine there's some votes for that as well. Yeah. That, that was hot in the Reddit streets. Was there's it? No doubt. Yeah, all those years, the, the Harden years. That's about it. I, I Anecdotally, my brain, I always think the Jazz with the Gobert and Mitchell got to a conference finals. Got that close. They mm. did not. No. Led the league and wins a couple of times. I oh, think. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was a one seed. Yeah. All right, well, let's take our first break. Uh, when we come back, a uh, whole lot more from NBA Reddit. I got to get something off my chest. Nothing drives me crazier than sending a message to a group chat and getting no response. That's why I'm a big emoji responder. Love a hang loose hand or a salute. But, man, it hurts when you send a message and get nothing back. Ouch. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Therapy isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. visit betterhelp.com slash no dunks today to get 10 percent off your first month that's better h-e-l-p.com slash no dunks this episode of no dunks is brought to you by BetterHelp. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. All right, let's get to some uh, other NBA Reddit threads. If you are joining us live, thank you, thank you, thank you. Make sure you hit that like button and subscribe to No Dunks on YouTube. If you're a podcast listener, leave your boys a five-star rating and review. All right, what we got? This is about the longevity of LeBron James. How long could LeBron play if he went as long as he possibly could? <laughs> it was worded interestingly. Yeah, because <laughs> because, <laughs> because he's really laying it down. He's going as long as he can. Yeah, this is from Acceptable Taste Nine One Two. An acceptable question, IMO, because it's all how you look at it. Do you think uh, LeBron? He's obviously going to go on his own terms. He's never going to come off the bench, but he could. If you don't he think wanted. he will, no. You think LeBron, when it's all said and done, the end of his career, he's just. He doesn't have a, a little Vince Carter-like couple of seasons in him? No. Nah. He's, I mean, no, you might be right. I mean, he's at, 38 at, now. You know, it's it's funny with NBA players. They just uh, – it's below some of them, I would say, to, to come off the bench. And I think it would be below LeBron. I just don't think he would. He'd be one of those players. But, that's fine. But, I mean, what, if, if – look, we all – Did MJ come off we, the bench? No, we. I think we uh, he just, he just all sweated. agree that LeBron – I mean, he wants to still win titles and still chase, the, you know, the legacy of MJ. I get all that, but he also wants to play with his damn son in the NBA. Yeah. Maybe sons, plural. Uh, and so, 
I guess the question I'm getting to is, if he were to fall off here, because he's still like one of the top 10 players currently in the league at age 38, uh, you know, still playing whatever he plays, like 35 plus minutes a game. Um, if it meant to stick around, to see his son come in the NBA, to take on a bench role, would he not do that? To make it a reality? Not that he has to. No, he won't. He won't, he won't have, have to. to. I guess what you're saying. <laughs> well, okay. I mean, it's basically a year and a half away. I'm not convinced. I'm not as convinced as you that he would never, ever come off the bench. He's too old for that. <laughs> I, I, I was looking at... Wait, wait. That, hold that's the way to extend it. <laughs> yeah, no, but he doesn't have to reinvent himself here at age 40 because he's already had such a great career. You know what I mean? I, I look at it that way. Okay. He just doesn't have to go to that era or... He just doesn't have to live that way. I was reading an article about uh, Vince Carter in 2012, and it was about actually the the Cubes situation, the Mavs replacing Deshaun Stevenson with Vince Carter, essentially, who was, quote, in the uh, ESPN article, at the end of his career, at the twilight of, of his career, which is crazy because he played another eight years. But that's why Vince went to the bench, and it worked out for him. LeBron won't have to. He's just yeah. playing. He's one of the top 10 players in the game. Yeah. His son will be drafted a year and a half from now, so most likely. Soon? Wow. Jeez. In, in 2024. So I, I doubt it. Look at it however you want. Look at this question however you That's want. That's how I was looking at it. Let's say LeBron goes Vince Carter mode. At the end of his career, he goes to the bench. Vince was playing 15 minutes a game at age 43. Right. LeBron could easily do that at age 43, but yeah, for sure. in another five seasons, LeBron's still going to be starter quality. I do believe. He might not be MVP quality, but he'll be a starter-level basketball player in five seasons. Vince played eight seasons after transitioning to the bench. <laughs> Jesus. So if LeBron did that, he could play 10 more seasons. No problem. Mm. I bet he could play till he's 50. I think so, too, if he was a bench player. I don't know when that transition would be. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I think 50. He's come <laughs> off the wild. bench one time in his NBA career, at least according to basketball reference. <laughs> one game during the 07-08 series, uh, season, he, uh, for whatever reason, came off the bench. Does anyone know why? I don't. I can't recall. It might be a YouTube short in that, though. The time LeBron, the time LeBron came, came off, off the, the bench. bench. That's not bad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, says, I do not remember. says he played 75 games that year, and he started 74. So one of those games, he uh, came off the bench. Uh, yeah, what? How old's Tom Brady? 45? Yes. Uh, two completely different sports. I mean, he's the quarterback. There's a lot of protection around that, and I get all that. He's not playing defense. So it's like, I think it's much more... If you are 45 playing at an elite level in the NBA, I do think... That's more impressive, I guess, than maybe a quarterback uh, playing to 45. But is he? If he's done it until then, definitely LeBron could. Um, in terms of the way they just they're like psycho and taking care of their bodies and and all of that, and the money he puts into that. But man, I don't know. I can't believe he's going. To, we're going to see him play very, very, very likely. Knock on wood, with you know, barring injury, with his son or sons, and we're going to get a real Ken Griffey and Ken Griffey Jr. situation. I mean, in, right. in fact, even cooler because LeBron will probably still be <laughs> good. Yeah, I don't. They I don't could know. throw each how, other alley oops. How still. was Ken Griffey uh, when Ken Griffey Jr. came in? He was oh, Ken very Gr- old. Ken Griffey Sr. <laughs> yeah, he's can't old. imagine he was. Uh, he's all right. He wasn't making All Star teams, was he? Nah, nah, no. Okay. Sketching. He was shagging some flies out there. Oh, was he? Right. Uh, but I, I don't remember those those teams. Mm-mm. But baseball different. I'm glad we didn't bring up baseball. How old's the oldest baseball player who played? That's a little. Different. Julio Franco. 
You Satchel could, Page. You can be a designated batsman and not take the field. <laughs> so you kind of have to play both sides. It's not like football. You got to play both sides here in basketball, even if you give up a lot of layups. But yeah, guaranteed. Whether or not LeBron goes to the bench or not, he will be the longest tenured player, played the most seasons, most seasons, not the most games, but the most seasons in NBA history. Mm. He'll get to 23. Vince has the most with 22. So you think then he's going to crack very easily, I guess, 40,000 points? I guess so. Right? Yeah. He's at 38,000 now and only 2,000. He can do that. I think I can do it in almost in a year. I mean, if he played all 82, he could do it in a year, but probably not now. Mm-hmm. Woo! It's wild, man. You can look at his basketball reference page. It's, it looks like a baseball page. That's how long they look <laughs> so on, long, on baseball yeah. reference. It's just, uh, you know, 18 all-star, 18 all-NBA, obviously all the titles. And he's still, still he's playing 36 minutes per game. That's crazy. He's 38 years old. And it, it just doesn't feel like it. I mean, I'm with you, Trey. He's lost, of course, some athleticism compared to like 10 years ago, but... He sure looks like one of the best players on a night-to-night basis. One of the best still in the league. So, yep. yeah, Absolutely. Apparently, LeBron asked to come off the bench. In the one game he ever came off the bench, he was returning from a sprained left oh, index finger. Anderson Verjao was in the middle of a contract dispute with the Cleveland Cavaliers. LeBron said, bring me off the bench with Andy so that they don't boo him. We got ourselves a YouTube <laughs> That's short, a short right for there. you right Jesus. there. Cut, yeah, cut it bad. and ship it, Jerome. Not bad. Uh, <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> that is pretty crazy. <laughs> Sounds like LeBron wrote that article. Yeah, it does. <laughs> he may have. Oh, that's he, good. And uh, also, Michael Jordan came off the bench to start his last season in his career. That is right. Right. Larry uh, Hughes and Jerry Stackhouse. That's, that's Larry and Jerry. That, yeah, Just I for totally 15 games. He's like, what are we doing? I'm Michael Jordan. <laughs> Playing for the Wizards? Me? I don't believe it. Uh, it never happened. That's why. It's a good call. Yeah, 15 games to start that season. Totally forgot about that. Then played the other 67 as a starter. <laughs> Smart guy. All right, next one here. What are your all-time worst basketball takes? Go deep in the bag of terrible takes. This is from Vast Art 663 I said Le- LeBron James would be the biggest bust in NBA history. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there are definitely some people in the thread that thought, that very thing i guess wow. because he was the so team. hyped so yeah hyped i guess in, so. in high school yeah there's a lot of hype. si covers and yeah his there were some high school s- games on national television there was some like, telfair can't live up to the pressure some telfair connection to that yeah, as yeah. well same 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 vibes Ooh, that's a that's an all-time worst take right there yeah. or an unlucky one i guess if you did uh say lebron would be a bust uh mine is i've said it before a million times on this podcast uh i thought one jason maxiel was a a blossoming star in this league. I loved the way he played. He had a great look, great nickname. Uh, he ate babies, uh, and I, I specifically made great a bet. Look. He had a great look. I think he just like I just like the way he played more than anything. <laughs> yeah, he a lot was, of, uh, a lot of fer- cool dunks. Yeah, he was ferocious. He and, was ferocious. Uh, he went hard. I had a I guess oddly infamous bet with Tass way back in the basketball Jones days. Uh, what like. 16 years ago 15 16 years ago um that jason maxiel would make an all-star team before danny granger <laughs> it's the weirdest bet ever made yeah looking back and i was high on maxiel and Tess was like no danny granger is a, he's a scorer he's a better player i'm not so sure <laughs> so that's one of my worst takes danny granger turned into a very very solid nba player you know he, he had a couple years that were really really impressive maxiel 
not so much. And then it got so bad that he's playing overseas and he's like getting kicked out of leagues for like, you know, turning into a lunatic. So that wasn't a good look for my guy either. But yeah. Anytime Jason Maxfield comes up, I get tweeted about. Hey, here's your Does that guy. Happen a lot. Well, it, it was <laughs> happening when he was going nuts. Yeah. Yeah, that I believe. I was getting a lot of that. Yeah. Was he big three in it? He huh. did, I believe, big three it. I think you're right. He'd, he'd be is, good. He'd be good with space. Oh God! Now I'm talking about. I'm talking myself into Jason. Jason Maxiel <laughs> coming I, back. I saw somebody. I was like, man, he's playing like Jason Maxiel. I forget who I thought of. Oh wow. Who does. Brandon Clark, maybe. <laughs> okay. He just dunks all the time. What was uh, Jason uh, Maxiel's uh, highest for Harrell's points per bad. game in a season? Maxiel. Oh, for points per game. Yeah. Twelve. Higher? Not even close. You're way too high. <laughs> really? Why was I in love with this guy so much? Oh, uh, he was playing limited minutes. That's why. He uh, 7.9 points wow. per game. In his third season, he was coming off the bench. Uh, Brandon Clark-like there, uh, you know, in 21 minutes per game, putting up 8-5, uh, and five, a block. This guy's a beast. All right, Trey, what is your all-time worst basketball take? In 2014, I thought Steve Kerr was making a mistake. Coaching the Golden State Warriors Ooh. when he had the job all sewn up with the New York Knicks. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Phil Jackson was the Knicks GM at the time. Steve Kerr had zero coaching experience. Phil Jackson obviously coached Steve Kerr when he was with the Bulls. I thought that was a soft landing place, uh, a guy who would be helpful mm-hmm. or that he knew in the front office. <laughs> Not a lot of expectations for a pretty bad Knicks team at the time. Meanwhile, the Warriors were like a 50-win team just waiting to see if they were going to fire Mark Jackson after they went to the playoffs. I thought that might be a little too much pressure for a guy going into his first coaching job. Um, but I think he made the right choice yeah, yeah. on that <laughs> yeah. one because now he's one of the NBA's top 15 coaches of all time. Wow. Steve Kerr. Wasn't he? I, it, he might be. I mean, he won a lot of rings. Yeah, he's got four rings yeah. now. Yeah, you're talking Steve about Steve Kerr has that. nine rings, right? I think they said that at the White House the other day when he was getting introduced as a player and coach. Yeah, he, that makes sense. <laughs> three with nine. the Bulls, two with the Spurs, oh four God. with the Warriors. That's right. Yeah, and he's a top 15 coach. He gave an interview to uh, John Stewart about that. He said he would have been fired within two seasons if with he the was Knicks. a mixed coach, yeah. which is probably true. Yeah. They just cycle through him. Yeah. It is strange that we named the top 15 coaches along with the top 75 players, right? That was at the same time. Yeah, we were doing all that. Just throw them on, throw them on a list. <laughs> yeah, list them up. 15. Weird number. <laughs> not 10, not 20. No. Had to squeeze in a lot of the, the current guys, so he had to go 15, I guess. Why not 20? Who of the Why current uh, crop made it? Spolstra, I think. Spolstra made it. Uh, Doc Rivers, I think, made it. I think so. I think so, too. And then, of course, uh, who we just said, Kerr. Kerr. That might be it. Might be it. I don't think, yeah. Rick Carlisle I don't didn't think make Rick Carlisle. No, Rick? No, I don't think so. <laughs> the top 15 list. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> top 15 list. You know that off the top of your head. Wow. All right. What, uh, uh, what oh, about, yeah, I had one, you? too. I did have one here. Um, All-time worst basketball take. Well... My all, I don't want to say my all-time worst one because everybody knows it. Everybody knows that I called Giannis Tetkumpo overrated in, in 2015. <laughs> right. That wasn't a bad take. It wasn't a bad take in 2015. People were paying. I'm not going to defend it okay, again. Yeah. But it was a good take. And it helped propel Giannis to the level he is at right now. We created some shorts about it. It worked out. All-time right. great take, actually. Anyway, um, I thought the Vince Carter deal when he was traded from the Raptors – 
was all right. <laughs> Whoa, in the moment even, I'm not sure about that take. Uh, I was I was just a gullible youngster thinking. You like the Williams? I, like, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I'm, I'm buying it. Some hardworking players. That's what we need around here. Some guys who can't really... Can't really score, uh, just play hard because they dealt him for. Well, this is this is yeah. Peak. Let's hear it. Let's this hear is it. peak Vince. Vince is oh this god is peak yeah. of his powers. This is Duncan over through above around. Oh, this is the peak of his quitting on the Raptors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. After a couple of months in the 2004 2005 season, he said, "I'm done." Yeah, traded him to the Nets for Aaron Williams, right? That lefty centerish guy, if you remember him, Eric Williams. Oh yeah, a couple Har- Williams, hardworking wing. <laughs> Uh, the ghost of Alonzo morning because he never showed up in Toronto. All right. So maybe I was buying that as well. And a couple first-round picks. It's not terrible when you look at it from <laughs> some nice rose-colored glasses. <laughs> you didn't name a single player coming back. Literally not a player. Are you Ronaldo balking at that trade? <laughs> Ronaldo Bachman came over as one of the trades. Became one of the uh, draft picks, I should say. Okay. And Joey Graham did. Oh, that was a big Joey Graham guy. Uh, Yikes! Wow, that's... Morning Williams's Graham, Bachman, and they traded Morning for nothing. Yeah. yeah. Um, Well, they turned Ronaldo Bachman and Jalen Rose into Antonio Davis. That's impressive. Yeah, Ronaldo Bachman never played for the Raptors. No. He was a Nick right Mm -hmm. away, so... That was a guy. That's good. Antonio Davis is a known name. Oh yeah, but at the end of his career, at the oh like, yeah, yeah. The, they, didn't get, they didn't get all star Antonio. Davis. No, they got, like, that, didn't Antonio just play three times for the rap? <laughs> I think he did. I think he was like thirty seven. Coming back, he was, wow, he did. You're right. He loves Toronto. Uh, yeah, he said uh, he hated twice. twice. Was it twice? He said he hated Toronto, but he loved it. <laughs> Can't keep coming back, Antonio. No, he was great. Obviously, he was an all star. Those were good times. Uh, anyway. All right, Some dark days. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. and then it got even worse when uh, Vince went to the Nets, and then was like, "Oh, oh. he was back to like highlight <laughs> real Vince, twenty five plus a game in his sleep, destroying." Uh, and then yeah, and then beating the Raps every time they played, destroying Ooh, them in amazing fashion. Yeah, yeah, hitting game winners, mocking them. Yeah, we were there. That was tough. All right, <laughs> next next one here. Which current superstar will be forgotten in twenty years? That's from Gum by Guy, nineteen eighty five. So, gum by guy. Interesting. Guy. I, I read oh, it as gumby, gumby guy. guy. <laughs> but it's also gum by guy. That's a gum by you. <laughs> Some gum by you, man. There's always gum by that guy. That is a tough question. Which current superstar yeah. will be forgotten in 20 years? I edited it because it mm-hmm. was a lot of which recent superstar. The actual thread is which recent superstar from the last 10 years or which star from the last 10 years will be oh, forgotten okay okay so there was a lot of lamarcus aldridge that's a good one yeah 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 i mean well yeah you can get into the, the definition superstar. of superstar yeah. which becomes the problem but that's fine that's, yeah that's i think how, yeah, i think yeah, the okay. original thread was more of a star than superstar so i i i, I took it up a notch because <laughs> there was also aldridge uh demar Derozan. Mm-hmm. it's not a bad one yep that's a good one and paul Millsap was there but <laughs> yeah okay it's, he's already forgotten about it, to be honest. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately yeah, it ain't yeah. right. Right, right, uh, right. But uh, those, are the, those were the three leading the way. But I went current superstar to make it a little tougher. Yeah, Ooh. Instead of star, stars from the last decade as Gumby guy, Gumby guy, uh, <laughs> threw out there Aldrin DeRozan <laughs> Millsap. Something, something a little more current. What do you got, Trey? Um, I actually think a lot of superstars do get forgotten. That's a good point. They do. Dominique Wilkins. 
all-time great, multiple All-NBA player. He's got a statue. He's on a current broadcast. You never hear the guy's name brought up. It's sad. Yeah. It's honestly sad that there are so many great players, and it gets reduced to, like, if you're talking about the 80s, 90s, it's like Bird, Magic, Jordan, and the big guys. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah. So I'm like Dame Lillard, Paul George, Jimmy Butler. Yeah, that's why. Gotta win a title. It's it's That's the thing. It's mm-hmm. the title part. Like, like Dirk would have been, unfortunately, this if he didn't get that one, I feel like. Um, because of all those things he said about, uh, I mean, it was Magic and Bird winning all the titles in the 80s. It was basically MJ winning all the titles, or a good majority of the titles, along with Hakeem when MJ wasn't there in the 90s. Um, you know, I, I, I struggled with this because I actually was like, well, hold on, let's go back 20 years. Let me see the list of, like, players at that time, the best players in the game, and go, like, well, who's forgotten? So I, div- I, I, I ordered them by points per game, 2002-03 season. Tracy McGrady. You you tell me if they're like forgotten, so to speak. Tracy McGrady. In a way, 20 yeah. Twenty years ago. In a way, yeah. In a way, yeah. yeah. Think so. He's okay. a Hall of Famer. Yeah. But still. That's the thing. If you're Hall of Fame, are you for, forgotten? <laughs> I guess Nick is too. But anyway, okay. Tracy McGrady. Kobe Bryant. The late great Kobe Bryant. Allen Iverson. Shaquille O'Neal. Okay, so no, 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 no. They're no, not no. forgotten. No, no, uh, no, no, no. Paul Pierce. He's always uh, give it time. Uh, yeah, honestly, got the title it, it helped out by that. Yeah, no, I agree. He's got he's got Celtics backers. Well, yeah, Paul Pierce, I do believe. Yeah, so. but other Celtics, Kevin Garnett will get a lot more notoriety oh, from that sure. team for sure. Uh, okay, then Dirk, then Duncan, Kevin Garnett's there. Chris Webber. Yep, I think that's. I mean, he at yeah. least uh, had the style of play. Was ahead of his time type thing. You know, he's sort of. Hangs around in the lexicon because of that. Uh, Ray Allen. And then this one. I finally got to, like, number 11 where I was like, oh, yeah, nobody nobody remembers this player. But to me, he wasn't a superstar. He scored 22 points per game this season. Allen Houston. Oh, <laughs> oh that's a good one. He's a two-time a all-star, one. though. You know, he's like, that's not really a superstar. But guys yeah, could score. and was an incredible shooter. I mean, put him in today's game. He'd probably be taking, like, 11 or 12 threes per game. He was that great, but... Yeah, that's where I got. I got to. Uh, I got to. I got to the Allen Houston, Stephen Marbury, Antoine Jameson, sort of Jamal Mashburn, Jerry Stackhouse type level. <laughs> and so then it's like, well, like, yeah, who's that from today's game? Yeah, if you'd uh, to that level, like, who's today's Allen Houston? <laughs> <laughs> Who is today's yeah. Allen Houston? Yeah. And I was just looking at the name Devin Booker, but Booker rolls. Well, that's he'll have I mean, more all stars. Yeah, he'll I'm, have more all stars, but that's a good one. Yeah, I think. Yeah, if he does. I, mean, I, I have, I have sort of Mitchell and Booker. Mitchell, together. Mitchell, Bad, yeah. Those are seventy point guys. So Chris they'll be Middleton. Ooh. Cool. Yeah, that's yeah. really good. Yeah. Yeah. Chris I mean, he's forgotten about now. I mean, he's not playing, but. Yeah, and he's got a title. <laughs> and he's got, see, I think the bar is actually higher. You either have to be part of the culture of the NBA. That's why yeah. Chris Webber is remembered. Yeah. Or you have to be the best player on a championship team. I think you, I think you – so because right. like Middleton will be forgotten to some degree. Paul Pierce, even though he's a Celtics legend, yeah, he's not going to be named higher than Kevin Garnett, not really known in the – not part of the culture other than, you know, his – his uh, notorious video after leaving his pants. Like, there's not, there's not really like a. You either got to be the number one, mm. or you got to have some sort of cultural impact. Yeah. Like guys like Iverson, obviously, Kobe, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's it's good stuff. <laughs> you consider good. John Stockton a forgotten player? Yeah. Guy leads the NBA all time in assists I and forgot. steals by a massive, massive so. margin. 
I think so. You just, Never considered in all-time greatest point yeah, guard conversations? On the dream team, yeah, you're right. Nobody knew who he was in Barcelona. He mainly uh, just shows up for bad COVID takes. Yeah. No? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I, I think so. His son was kicking around the league having a cup of coffee, wasn't he? Yeah, it's different for us. Like Chris Webber has a you know an impact on my brain forever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, because I lived through it. But we're talking yeah, 20 years ago. Why would John Stockton come up? Other than the assist thing, you know, keeps him up there right now. Yeah, but still, yeah. still, yeah, I would, I would consider him forgotten. So Chris Paul then. Hmm. Chris Paul, tons of accolades, yeah. super high on all the record boards. Kind of a throw-in in best point guard ever discussions. I think John Stockton is. So I wonder what that will be for Chris Paul because I feel like Jason Kidd is already forgotten as a yeah. player. Yeah, yeah. He's a name that never comes up in best point guard ever discussions. And yeah. historically, Chris Paul is certainly going to be overshadowed by Stephen Curry, the best little guard of his generation, four titles, multiple MVPs. I don't know. I mean, we're sickos, so we don't forget this kind of stuff. Yeah, right? yeah. We're no, watching it good, every single that's day. That's a but good one, man. For real play. Like, like 20 years from now? Yeah. Where, like, yeah. Where is Chris Paul's name coming up in the best point guards of all time? Obviously, I mean, if he unfortunately doesn't have a ring uh, when it's all said and done, it's not looking like he will unless he goes somewhere and maybe teams up with somebody. I think the first that's part good. of his career is already forgotten to some degree. Yeah, like I agree on that. When when he was considered the best point guard in the game, when he was dueling out dueling Darren Williams, who was there for a year in in that conversation, so I totally think, I guess he'll get some, he'll get some uh, fond memories about Lob City, because he was the guy throwing the passes in Lob City. There's some there. There's no, some. I mean, there's look, some. He's there. gonna he's gonna not be forgotten. He'll go in the Hall of Fame, and he is absolutely. You know, He's an elite, elite player at that level. But, yeah, 20 years from now, 25 years from now, call uh, the casual fan, I don't know if they're going to remember uh, Chris Paul. Are you going to remember Chris Paul out there? You guys are sickos. He's sickos. Well, yeah, of you course. you remember everybody. Tracy, yeah. Tracy McGrady. We started this conversation with Tracy. Yeah, you said Tracy McGrady forgot. I'm not sure I, I agree so. with that. Like, people, you know, one thing they remember, they remember, stand. well, I guess it's similar to Dominique Wilkins. I was going to say they remember points. Yes, they remember points sure. above everything. But Nick scored a ton of points. He didn't lead the league like McGrady, though. McGrady no, led no. the league twice. Yeah. Dominique, I think, led the league once. Did he? Oh, he did. Scoring. You're right. Yep. You're uh, right. Bradley Beal, probably very yeah. Tracy McGrady-ish. A lot of points. Not a lot of postseason success. Could mm-hmm. be a forgotten guy as well. Lots of time for these guys. A lot of names around. out there. Make <laughs> us remember you, man. All right. Let's take our final break. When we come back, a few more NBA Reddit threats. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. 
I love this podcast. <laughs> NBA Reddit threads. What else you got for us, T? Couple more here. What's the best current team rivalry? Not player to player. Mm. Not which player hates the other player. Team rivalry. Do they exist? That's from Fifty Aaron. What about what about a player to accessory? Excuse me? Brooke Lopez and headbands. <laughs> he hates possessed headbands. Um, this is well-timed because I had forgotten about this, but starting next week, we have NBA Rivals Week. Oh, yes! <laughs> do you remember the NBA announced this in the summer? I do remember that. We have classic and budding rivalries between teams and players, I guess, that'll highlight NBA Rivals Week. During the week of January 23rd, we got 11 nationally televised games across the four networks with these uh, rival matchups. You want to hear them? You tell me if they're a real rival to you. All right. The Boston Celtics and Miami Heat. You know, I was going through the current rivalries, and I think there is some rivaling there. It's not bad. There's some rivaling there. Okay. They've matched up a lot in the past decade. Yeah, in the playoffs. Battle of L.A., the Clippers and Lakers. Geographically, basically Geographic just have rivalry, to say, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, that's true. Uh, how about the uh, Brooklyn Nets and Philadelphia 76ers? Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll accept a little spice with regards to the trade last year. I think there's still, there's certainly a rivalry between the Brooklyn Nets players and James Harden. Good point. We basically heard Kyrie Irving call out James Harden saying he w- that Harden was half yep. in on last season which is pretty funny, coming from Kyrie Irving. And also, certainly, Philadelphia 76ers have a rivalry with Ben Simmons. Yeah. So I'll buy that Okay, one. I'm okay. accepting you're, that you're, one. Yeah. You're fine with that? Yeah, there's definitely some, some vitriol there. Okay. Um, I believe this would be my answer to this question uh, as a current rivalry. The Grizzlies and Warriors? Number one rivalry in the game right now. Yeah, some real, real hatred between the two teams. In terms interesting, of like, interesting, interesting. I don't think they hate each other. I was asking that other. as a question. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I don't think they hate each other. I think they respect hating each other. They like like Draymond Green hates that all of the Grizzlies talk trash, but he also loves that all the Grizzlies yeah. talk trash. Yeah. There's a lot of respect I feel like between the, these two teams, but if they meet in a playoff series again, I think that boils over into just straight up hatred. Does Draymond not see in the current Grizzlies some similarities to the old Got Warriors to. or when the Warriors were starting their dynasty run? Yeah, I think of course. Yeah, that's there. that's why there's that respect level. And uh, that's why they were booked on Christmas Day against each other right, uh, right, for right. that very reason. Okay. And yeah, they're coming for a Golden State spot. They want it. Okay. And that's why a lot of people don't like the Grizzlies because they have that bravado. True. You know, they true. walk with the puffy chest. Yeah. Even though they haven't won much yet. So I say yet because I believe. I mean, how can you not believe? They believe in themselves. I'm buying it. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. I think they're all in the, as far as, or are you going through the, more of the games? I mean, some of them, get, they get really funny here in a yeah, second. Yeah, keep going. I know, because uh, I know the Bulls are on here, and it's the, a nasty rivalry. The Bulls-Hornets. <laughs> yeah. Shaw. Wow. Oh, because of Michael Jordan? <laughs> because he's the owner of the one franchise he used to play for I the mean, other? Maybe. What is the reason they play? I thought, I thought the reason was sibling rivalry. Lonzo versus Lamelo. Mm. Of course, Lonzo hasn't oh, played. Oh, I hadn't season. thought about that. Yeah, that makes more sense, I guess. Than <laughs> does it? I mean, not I mean, much. Kind of. Kind of. Both the... players were out when this schedule was announced, so they're like, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe these two teams will rival yeah. it up against each other, or it could be um, from that famous scene in The Last Dance where Michael Jordan is just so mad that B.J. Armstrong yeah. talked trash to him. How dare you, <laughs> mm-hmm. B.J. Armstrong? 
should for that. Is it, I don't know if that game's in Chicago or Charlotte, but they should give the fans all bats. That'd be cool. Bats <laughs> and cigars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a weird one. Okay, how so about weird. how about the Maverick Suns? Yeah. Are we there yet as a rivalry between these two teams? Uh, I mean, I don't know, rivalry to... is almost not the right word for it. No. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what you call it. It's just. It's interesting to see them play against each other. Um, yeah, it's like a know. revenge game. Yeah, I, I wouldn't elevate it to the point of rivalry. That's, okay. I think that's too high. I think a lot of the Eastern Conference you know, matchups, <laughs> for lack of a better word, uh, aren't rivalries either. I, f- I feel like the Eastern Conference is lacking. Okay, there's more in the West. Uh, here's one. I think uh, I can understand what the schedule makers were at least thinking here. Grizzlies Wolves. I think they were thinking, you know. Grizzlies have gr- two games in rivalry? Yeah, I know. <laughs> they, they haven't even been around Respect. all that long. Um, that they're thinking they play a pretty pretty uh, entertaining playoff series. These are two young teams with young superstars, and like maybe that'll continue. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the Wolves make a big trade, and it hasn't gone really according to plan as of yet, but I, I get the thinking. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I they think a spicy playoff series last year, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Raptors Warriors. Mm-hmm. That is a that's what? Yes, they played in the finals. <laughs> they play twice a year. <laughs> Rivalry. No. Nope. I mean, no. That's well, an odd, that was pretty that's long. That's an odd list. one. Very yeah, weird. for a year after the after the finals, it kind of was, but I guess. Uh, how about the Nuggets Sixers? Nuggets. That's, Sixers. I mean, that's Jokic and big, big. I like that. Let's go. I like that. That's more player versus player. That's player, than, that's player versus player. than a teams. Yeah, uh, and then another, uh, obviously based on ge- geography, Knicks Nets. Geography, geography. Yeah, no one considers it a over. real rivalry. At least they're both but... decent teams right now. Though. Yeah, and then final one, uh, the one of the most epic rivalries in all of sports history wise, Lakers Celtics. Yeah, I mean classic, yeah, classic. Can't argue with that one. History. Yeah. Okay, good. Not, it's so not bad. Not it was like what seventy five percent legit rivalry. I thought it was going to be like way that? worse. Yeah. So. It's okay. I think if you were flexing a game into there, unfortunately Devin Booker's hurt, but you'd throw Suns Pelicans in there. They do not like each other. Mm. They've had four games this season. Okay. They had the the Zion Williamson dunk at the end of the Ooh, game yeah, yeah, when yeah. time had expired. Then Devin Booker comes back with a 57, 58. It was something, something like that. large. Yeah. Did the same thing at the end of the game because he was pissed. The shot game the was three. over. Yep. And he shot a three from midcourt, essentially, or, you know, <laughs> inside midcourt. They don't like each other. And they're both, you know, it's the Suns just trying to push off a young team like the, or, or fend off a young team like the Grizzlies going at the Warriors kind of thing. Um, so that's a good one. I got Clippers Mavs too. I got that just for the Luca. Yeah, he it just destroys them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they hate each other. Yeah, they play entertaining games. Yeah. There's yeah. no doubt about that. Any other ones? Uh, I mean, I think it, Pelicans versus Suns is a really good one that I think That's current. Yeah, that's that's current. But yeah, no, I think they did a, a fairly good job. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm like I'm like looking at Bulls rivals. I'm like Bulls Knicks. It ain't the nineties anymore. No, no, unfortunately. Celtics Bucks is okay. Mm-hmm. Too much respect. Mm. They got a lot of respect. Yeah, they for like each other. each other. Yeah, it's like the Bucks don't have a rival. That's kind of odd. Why wouldn't the 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 Bucks are a championship team? They're at the top every year, and but they don't really have a rival. Something, it's, something up with the East, you know? Yeah, no, it's a good maybe point. it's because they're Nobody... too respectful. Maybe it's like the Spurs. Did they ever have a rival? 
The Bucks are just always Lakers, like uh, play wrestling Suns. with each Suns other in the back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like they have great vibes. Like even watching them play the Raptors last night, their bench vibes are uh, underrated. I think overall in the league. <laughs> I mean, especially with Giannis was sitting in that game, so he wasn't playing. So he's he's fun with his brother, of course. Or he's always standing up and barking away. But Javon Carter, Bojamp, uh, they get into it. Like they're pretty. They're they're pretty fun. Even like uh, Drew Holiday hit a three and he dropped the Wesley Matthews yeah. uh, little bow and arrow there. Yeah, as Captain Jazz says here in the stream team, Yanis is too likable. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, so it's I mean sort of like Curry then too, or is Curry disliked more on the Warriors? I think Curry is disliked more because he, he talks trash more and celebrates, and people honestly probably think they can push around Steph Curry, which then gets Draymond into the mix to fight back for his sure. guy, which is how a lot of these rivalries yeah. are built. Ain't nobody trying to push around Giannis and Brooke Lopez. So, mm-hmm. a little bit of a shortcoming for the Philadelphia 76ers, I would say. They need to have more rivals. Mm. Joel Embiid, great player, physical player. He should start being meaner. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's kind of mean in general yeah. to begin with, but he should have more rivals just that aren't trade-based, I okay. think. Yeah, and that rivalry, the trade-based rivalry with the Brooklyn Nets would have been better if the Sixers showed up in that game in March, right? The Nets ran them off the table. That's true. March 10th, mm. that game right after they traded that oh, huge deal. They, yeah, got, yeah. they got punked, unfortunately, uh, in that one. So I agree. Who's, they need uh, better rivals. Who's our best um, current uh, podcast rival? <laughs> Great question. <laughs> Man, everybody's so nice these days. Yeah, right? I don't even know. Uh, Let us know in the uh, stream team. Our best podcast. Used to be Rappaport. <laughs> used to be Rappaport. Oh god, that's a good one. Um, <laughs> who's the Who's the pal? But I, don't, I don't, like yeah. We got, we gotta have a good one. There's gotta be a good team too. You know. Yeah, full team. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Problem is, I, I like a lot of these it. other NBA podcasts. You're like, right. Like oh, you an tell an us. <laughs> like a who? Like an anchorman scenario. Like we. Yeah, like, like five I don't want five in the streets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Exactly. Cool. Who are we battling? All right, last one here. Which top 75 player could you beat one-on-one today? <laughs> yeah, us. Uh, it basically was a Reddit thread thrown out to everybody. Who could you beat from the top 75? <laughs> and this is from Re... Yeah, Reapsen. Our Apsen. R-E-A-P-S-E-N. I'm spelling. Yeah, That's sure. a weird one. All right. Which top 75 well, are you taking on? Within the uh, the original post, I think what got a lot of people fired up in the comment section here, because I actually did a hilarious deep dive on this one, mm-hmm. and I was laughing for like an hour straight last night. The responses yep. to, to people saying about particular top 75 players that they could or couldn't beat. Uh, the OP said... I think I could take Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> yeah, and and mm. age is a, 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 a huge part of this, but a lot of people are like, no, you couldn't. <laughs> Kareem is seven foot two. I mean, can still walk and move, <laughs> and like, he is gonna like skyhook you to death. So you shoot over you every single time. Yeah, which I... is like fair. I mean, despite being an older man, <laughs> like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar would kick our ass at basketball right now. No. You kick my ass, hundred well, percent. kick. Well, I think you kick all of our asses. I don't. I don't see how you'd stop. Can anybody him. make the case that they would beat Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Well, is it make it, take it, or not? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a, he can. He can never get the ball. I don't think even still, you're. What do you mean he can never get the ball? You'd have to score every time you touch the yeah, ball. Yeah, but I don't think you're going to be as good as an NBA player, one of the greatest NBA players oh. of all time, at scoring at a at a clip that's going to. Uh, well, you'd have to, to be able to in a make or take to fly by him. 
Yeah, you'd have, to, you'd have to take him off the dribble, well, make the layup. You're just going to have to hit jump shots. He's going to stand near the rim, <laughs> and you're just going to have to hit a jumper <laughs> from the free throw line. One of the, you're going to miss at, at some point. I, know I don't I think he's going to not score, so he I thought would, that was very would, funny. He would hook me to death. And uh, speaking of death, the only player that I would beat are the dead ones among the top 75. Oh, okay. That's it. No, I wouldn't. I you wouldn't, don't think it'd be I wouldn't beat anybody the, alive. Who's the oldest uh, man alive on the top 75 list? Just Cousy. Oldest one I saw was Bob Cousy, 94 years old. He's still, okay. Oh, geez. Six foot one. Oh, yeah. We, we're taking, <laughs> we're taking Coos. That's smack Bob Cousy. <laughs> He's 94. If your name's Bob, it ain't going well for you against me. Bob Pettit, 90 years old. I'll take him. A little bigger, but yeah, okay. Yep. Yeah, but still, he's he 90. He may not even be able to. He might be in wheelchairs. I don't know. The biggest, the biggest obstacle to my Bob championship, Bob McAdoo. He's in his 70s, oh. and he's big and muscular. Yeah, you know. So I'm a, a little worried about McAdoo. <laughs> might be a McAdoo't, if you ask me. <laughs> uh, best player I think I could beat, though, Bill Walton. Mm. Why? He doesn't move very well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's that's the main reason. <laughs> Maybe I could distract him by bringing up a Grateful Dead song from 50 years ago. I liked uh, <laughs> Michael's secret stuff, uh, again, in the thread. Sort of thinking next level, galaxy brain thinking here. He said uh, he could beat Kawhi one-on-one because he would challenge him on a load management day and he would have to forfeit. <laughs> Just get him, in a, oh. get him in a back-to-back situation. Uh, not feeling all that well. Not feeling 100% healthy. You just have to sit, and you can win. 11 sip. There good was, there good was, thinking. There was a good reply to that, that Kawhi would beat you from the He'd bench. He'd probably still beat you, yeah. yeah, yeah just yeah. grab the ball from the bench. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was a fun one. Good, I highly recommend going down the rabbit hole of, that, <laughs> of the responses <laughs> and just people debating whether they could beat the greatest players of all time. A large part being because they're old. <laughs> the only reason. The only reason. If we're talking in their primes, I think we're going 0 and 76. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 76 players. <laughs> 76 I, I, players. I did for. I, sometimes I forget that Kawhi is on that list. Yeah, I know. I said that the other day on a podcast. Like he's Kawhi is going to have the strangest career <laughs> when it's all said and done. But he's on there, and uh, <laughs> Jokic is not. That's all right. He deserves to be there. Seven times All Defense. Kawhi. Five All-Star, five All-NBA. Oh, yeah. Two times Finals MVP. Kawhi does. It's it's more, I guess, people are... Was AD deserving? Was Dame deserving? Over over other players, yeah. All right, fun one to end with there. Which top 75 player could you beat one-on-one today? (laughs) Let us know, uh, as you are right now on the stream team, uh, who you taking and what's your reasoning. All right. Any other ones? People are saying Jerry West. No way, man! He's 84. But I didn't have Jerry West on my list. I think he will no. be too ornery. Yeah, and exactly. And he's probably still got the jumper. That's why, That's yeah. honestly, I'm like, I want to pick big old guys. Yeah. Because there ain't no way they can move like I do. Right, right, right. <laughs> and I don't move that well. I may move okay. <laughs> Jerry West would never lose. That's no a way. thing. That's like, uh, despite even his age, like, it's like saying you're going to step into the squared circle and, and beat Ric Flair. Come on, man. No, you're not. You're right. They're going to do everything they can to win that. They're going to fight dirty. They're going to play dirty. Jerry West, man, he's going to. Yeah, he, no, no. I saw, no way you're I saw him on Showtime. He's angry. <laughs> he's feisty. 
<laughs> Those are the type of answers we want to hear. Let's call it there. Uh, another fun NBA Reddit podcast. Uh, if you like this video, hit the like button. Subscribe to No Dunks on YouTube if you're a podcast listener. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Leave your boys a five-star rating and review. Uh, reminder, tickets are available for our No Dunks live show in Salt Lake City, Friday, February 17th at 8 p.m. at the Urban Lounge. There will be a little VIP meet and greet for those that uh, want to um, get that particular ticket. So we'll do that before the actual show if you want to do that little pre-show meet and greet at a place called, uh, what was it called? Blue Jeans? Blue Jeans. <laughs> Jeans, G-E-N-E? Yes, yes, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, it's like yes. right next door to the Urban Lounge. <laughs> the names Blue of these places. <laughs> Blue, Blue Jeans, baby. Yeah, we'll play that at the Urban Lounge. Salt Lake Lady. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, tickets available. It's in the uh, YouTube description. It's in the podcast, podcast description if you want to get yourself a ticket. We'll be back tomorrow, live here from the Classic Factory at 10 a.m. Eastern. And, oh, yeah, tonight... Playback watch party will start with the Hawks Mavericks games and then we'll bounce around. So join us tonight. Again, that link also in the description. Everything you need to know is in that description. Okay, Clipper Bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. And remember, there are booths available. Uh, maybe it's just one booth because I just ordered one. Did you? I'm happy to be sitting in a booth. You guys do the show. <laughs> I'm going to watch from a booth. Wow. Looks nice and plush. Oh, you, I'm oh, going. You, you looked it up, eh? Yeah. Is, it, is it a nice booth? <laughs> Standard. <What>? Calvin. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, forgotten player, Calvin Booth? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come up Definitely all that awesome. a superstar, for sure. <laughs> all right, embrace the day, people.